0: Hi folks, so this is Andrew from Rewild Adventure Fitness back in for, well, let's face it, the first real podcast. The first one with just a bit of an intro. Today, I want to go into mindset. Mindset, a bit about goal planning and a bit about why, why we should be doing this, what it is that should be driving us to get better. Uh, now, I'm a little bit um, sniffly right now, but I wanted to get this in to get you guys started up and to get some more information out to you. So bear with me, please. If I need to, um, cut off to, uh, to take a second. So from the top, as I said in that first little intro, mindset is vital. If your mindset is not right, then it's very unlikely that you're going to be doing this for the right reasons, which in turn will mean you are highly likely to fail in your goals. I'm sorry to be blunt, but it is just one of these simple things. From all the people I've trained trained with, and with my own training for that matter, if my mindset has been off, it's not worked. I've not trained hard enough. I've not trained correctly. I've not had the passion to get better because my goals have been wrong. And on the flip side, When my goals are right, when I'm excited about what I'm doing, when I have the passion about what I'm doing, I far surpass anything that has come before me prior to that. So it's all about getting that part right. Now, how do you do that? How do you go about getting that goal right? And how do you know it is the right goal? Um, And the first thing, first thing I'd like you to do is sit down. Have a think about where you want to be. What it is that your, um, well, say your reach for the stars, reach for the stars, reach for the moon goal is going to be. What would your ultimate be? Say five years down the line, where do you want to be? Is, this could be both a physical one, it could be a mental goal, it could be a financial goal, it could be anything there. Because let's be honest, all of it is tied together. Your health, your finance, your happiness, your well-being, it is all tied in. So have a think. Work out that big reach for the stars goal. And don't be embarrassed about this. Don't be shy about where you go to with this. We all have a dream. We all have a big goal out there. And once you've got that, look at um, where you're going to need to be. So we think, right, in five years' time, I'm going to have this. I'm going to be pushing forward. I'm going to be super healthy. i will have no pain. I'll be in this job. I'll be living here. And how the hell do I get there? Is going to be a next step. And this is where you break it down. So, okay, in five years' time, I need this. Where do I need to be in two and a half years' time? And then going back from there even further, where do I need to be in a year's time? Six months, four months, two months, one month? Where do I need to be next week? Where do I need to be tomorrow? So this timely fashion of breaking down your goals is going to give you that starting point. And you know what? That starting point is probably just writing down this goal. Then the next point, after you've written it down, is having your first session. Whether that is sorting out your diet a little bit, having one less scoop of sugar in your coffee, having uh, one less snack during the day, anything like that can be your starting point. Obviously as well, your starting point can be um, getting in, meeting up with the trainer, or giving me a call, getting on that initial call to get started. Or even getting out for a walk, getting out for a run, doing something there. That initial, that initial step is so important. Without it, let's be honest, your journey doesn't start. You need to make that first step. So that is how you get started on this. Now, I mentioned at the beginning, what is, what is a good goal? This obviously changes throughout your age, and it's very different for every single person. However, there are a few things that you should be thinking about as you go through this. There are a few um, primary points on goal-making, and they all pertain to the same thing, which is we want to live longer. We, are not just, we, we don't just want to survive and just be looked after by people. We want to live longer. We want to be alive. We want to be physically, mentally driven, passionate. We want to be stronger. We want to be able to look, if you have kids and grandkids, of course, you want to be able to look into the eyes of your kids and grandkids and know that you are fit enough, know that you are strong enough to be living with them and to helping them experience life. You want to be growing up with them and experiencing it with them. The last thing you want to be doing is looking at your grandkids going, oh, shit, I really wish I was fitter. I really wish I could do more. I really wish I was able to get up and play with them. Or with your grandkids, I really wish I'd be able to get on the floor, knowing full well I can get back up again. I know it sounds kind of silly at times, certainly when you're in your 20s and 30s. But as you start getting older, you look at look at your parents, look at your grandparents, and realise that time Time takes over. You do get older, you do get um, less mobile, but the fitter and the healthier we are now, and the more we can keep that progression going, the stronger we're going to be as we get older. Muscles decay. Our ability to regrow muscle cells as we get older decreases. So the stronger we are now, the more muscle. We have as we get older, the stronger we're going to be, re- the stronger we're going to be as we age, and the more muscle we have to degrade. I know that sounds like a bit of a negative way to do it, but the more muscle mass you have, the longer you're going to maintain your strength for. That is only going to be a good thing, and the more strength you have, you're going to be more capable of of withstanding injuries. You'll be less likely to break bones and and less likely to suffer from osteoporosis. So longevity. Longevity is huge. It's such a such an important thing. And let, even if you don't have kids or grandkids, don't you want to experience a long, healthy, happy life? Being able to do the sports you love, do the activities you love, without worrying about pain, without that concern about, oh, I might, I, I'm not going to do this, I might injure myself. That's, that would be horrible, wouldn't it, as you grow up, thinking, oh, no, I'm just going to stop doing the things I love. I might hurt myself. I'm, I don't think I'm fit enough. I'll just, I'll just give up. I'll just stop. And it, it may sound like I'm going a little bit too far on this, but I see so many people, as they get older, pretty much giving up, giving in to sitting in front of the television, giving in to not training, not exercising, not moving, drinking too much, eating too much, and also mentally, um, to be honest, a lot of, mentally, a lot of the time they mock people who are that driven to be fit. They say it's an obsession. They say that it's too much, which, quite frankly, I think is utter bullshit. To be honest, it's a jealousy thing, in my eyes. If you're mocking someone who's healthier and fitter than you, it can only stem from jealousy. And you know, the only way out of that get off your backside and start getting healthy. It's never too late. It is never too late to start that journey. But surely it is better to be starting that fitness journey as young as you can. You don't... If you don't have to, don't wait. Stay fit, stay active. Don't wait for a midlife crisis or anything like that to get fit and healthy. Do it now. Get moving now. Now, on the longevity subject... I have been looking into it quite a bit lately and also I've got I've got two kids now. I had a my second one five months ago. And my oldest is now six. He started school. Time seems to be flying. And whilst I still train, I'm I'm working at the gym, I'm I'm training all the time. I'm not in the shape I want to be, I'm not as fit and healthy as I want to be. And I look at I look at my kids, I look at my boys and think, Am I healthy enough? to be comfortable and confident that I'm always gonna be always gonna have that strength to play with them properly, to throw them around, to muck around with them, to get out on the bikes, to get surfing, to get windsurfing with the boys. And that every day gives me a kick in the backside to get off and do a little bit more. To get off and train a little bit harder, eat a little bit healthier, get out with them and just and just play more. So that longevity is important. So because of that, I've been studying quite a bit on this, looking at what can help improve your longevity. The simple facts, the, the going kind of non-scientific here, if you clean up your diet, like cut out inflammation, cut out sugars as much as you possibly can, you are going to gain longevity straight away. Look at today's diet. It is horrendous. Most of the easy and cheap foods are terrible for you. They're d- they're not healthy. There's too much. It, there's too much base on seed oils and um, uh, vegetable oils like sunflower oil and rapeseed oil. They're everywhere. And they are not good for you. And there's too much sugar. It's so easy to go out and get something sugary. It's. It's painfully easy and it's more expensive to go ahead and get healthy food, which is upsetting and shocking as well. It should be, the, should be the other way around. So, your first port of call when you're looking for longevity is to clean up your diet. Cut out as much sugar as you can. Some people can go cold turkey. Um, I was chatting to a guy I know, a windsurfer I know, who quite comfortably went cold turkey on sugars and pretty much over the course of a couple of weeks, his pain in his hips. Um, disappeared, which it blew my mind, to be honest. I couldn't go cold turkey like that. Um, so try it a little bit by little bit, unless you're one of those unique individuals that can just cut it all out straight away. And following on from the sugars, look at what's in the foods you're having and try and cut out the seed oils. Try and go cleaner. Try and go whole foods as much as you can. Get clean meat, not processed. Cook it yourself. Learn how to cook. Cooking's amazing. It's, it's enjoyable. It's fun. It's so good for you. So learn how to do that. Uh, following on from, from the seed oils, what you can do is, when you're cooking, get olive oil. Low heat cooking olive oil. Low to moderate heat with coconut oil. Doing that is going to be much better for you than going for the bog standard um, of the seed oils. And it's going to make a huge difference the way you feel, the way you sleep, the way you act, and also the inflammation in your body. Um, well, if we move on from the oils, let's go straight into processed foods. I've mentioned it, but let's go straight into it. The simplest way of processed foods, don't do it. Go for whole foods, like I said before, go for clean meats. Don't bother with packaged processed crap. It's easy, but it is not going to help you. It is not going to keep you healthy. It, all it's going to do is make you sick and lead to potentially chronic diseases. So please cut that crap out. If you need to have something that's pre-cooked, pre-ready, go to, the, like, for instance, over in Guernsey here, we've got places like Cook who have um, essentially homemade food packaged ready for you just put it in the oven. There are some things that are far better for you than... Um, your standard supermarket-packaged food. And what I'd rather you did on all of this, and I know this is a huge ask for a lot of people, is get some cooking lessons. Or get a cookbook. Look into it and learn. Find 20, 30 minutes to get some cooking done. Use the clean foods and get used to it. Get used to cooking. Enjoy it. And start making things you want to make. I was very lucky as a young kid, this is going to sound maybe not so lucky right now, um, we don't have one meal made for us. My mum would make dinner, the rest we'd have to deal with. We'd get up, we'd get it ourselves, which taught me how to cook. It taught me how to make food. It taught me how to be a little bit healthier and own what I eat rather than trusting somebody else to do it all. Once you can do that, life is a lot easier. Now, my wife's probably going to laugh at this because the amount of cooking I do right now is it's woeful. It's woefully low. She's a wonderful, wonderful cook and um, is very good at cooking great, healthy foods. So I'm lucky there, but I learned at a very young age to deal with it, look after myself when it came to eating, cooking and preparing food. But if you, could, it's never too late. Start learning now, start building into it and your your diet will be so much better. Uh, so there we got sugars, oils, packaged, processed food. Cut that crap out and start living healthier, and your inflammation will drop drastically. You're very likely to feel less pain, which is going to lead to more mobility, more more ability after that to train harder, to get fitter, to get stronger, to get healthier. Now, speaking about training, you can also help to fight inflammation and increase longevity by training correctly. Now, this is going to go against the grain of many amateur crossfitters. Um, I, I'm a crossfit coach, as many of you guys know. And I see it day in, day out, people coming into the gym and going at 100% every day, every workout, and wondering why they hurt, wondering why the DOMS they have is so painful, and wondering why their joints start hurting. A little secret here, you're working too hard, you're not resting enough, you're not recovering. So, the secret to your high-intensity training is to build a pyramid. This high-intensity should be at the peak of the pyramid. Everything else going down. So, moderate-intensity, low-intensity, it forms the the base of that pyramid. Like with everything, if you... If you spend more time on the base of the pyramid, you'll be far more stable and capable of increasing your intensity to that high level without any injuries, without any issues. So for instance, over a week, you should not be working at 100% more than I would say maybe once or twice in a short period of time. The rest, you should be working at say anything from 50, 60, 70% and working for a longer period of time. Get your cardiovascular system get it working well, get get fit, get healthy, get your heart and lungs strong prior to thrashing it with these high-intensity workouts. You'll be astounded at how much better you are at coping with the short, sharp workouts that we see in the likes of CrossFit. So work on that base of the pyramid first before you start building up that is going to stand you in such good stead. And the same thing applies with weights. Every, everyone in CrossFit, well, actually, that's probably a bit harsh. Most people in CrossFit love their one rep maxes. They love their one heavy lifts. You give them sets of 12 um, on any of the weightlifting, and they say it's cardio. It's, it's, uh, it's quite amusing, but if you do not get that base of endurance with light weights, you will not hit the heavy ones. Don't ignore the light build that endurance up, just like the cardiovascular side, build your muscular endurance up and then add weight only when you are comfortable with your technique at the higher reps. So all of this, this is designed for longevity. And I went into it so much purely because I find longevity has got to be one of your goals. It's got to be one of the major things. Um, yes, of course, we have goals for competitions, we have goals for big events, for adventures, for that sort of things, which are shorter term. But at the base of this, this should never be harming your body so much that you are taking years off your life. If you are working under constant high levels of stress, inflammation, that is what you're doing. You're taking years off your life. So let's look at your goals. This is your homework. Look at your goals. Look at your why. Look at what you want to survive for longer and be stronger for as you get older. This should form the basis of your passion. This should form the basis of why you want to be doing this. And then go into the next part of what I chatted about, the how to cut inflammation, cleaning your diet up, working on your low level work before increasing that intensity. There's so much more we can talk about on this. But right now, I'm going to sign off and get on into the gym. It's my time to head in now, so I've got to make the most of it. I've got to practice what I preach. And with any of this, if you want to chat more in depth with me, get there'll be a link on the description for the podcast here on how to get in touch. Um, so it'll be rewildmobility.com slash start here. Um, as I say, the links in in the comments here, and get on that. Give me a shout. I look forward to chatting to you, look forward to getting to know more of you a lot better, and enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your weekend, and I look forward to chatting soon. Take care. Bye.